go home. Go home. Go home. All right, guys, and welcome to episode 24 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, my tag team partner, the man I couldn't do this without, Brian Abu Shaker. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm good, but you obviously did it without me last but week. But I don't think it was even <laughs> near, like, the same show at uh, all. Yeah, I didn't I, listen to it. I can't. I'd never, like, listen to a podcast that's just one person talking yeah. for, like, an hour. Oh, really? That sounds like therapy, and that <laughs> sounds like ter- that sounds terrible. You know, I, I went about two weeks ago to listen to that uh, uh, Y2J Talk is Jericho with Christian and Paul Heyman. But it I was co- Edge and Paul Heyman? Whatever. They're the same person. Um <laughs> I couldn't get past the first fifteen minutes of it because it's just Chris Jericho. Oh no, no, no. you have to get you have to get past yeah. the first fifteen minutes. Oh my you God. skip. Chris Jericho is just talking by himself, and, and you it's can't boring. Yeah, I know. I skip it every time. You okay. can't. No, you can't judge his podcast by that because the okay, first good. fifteen minutes is Chris Jericho talking, and that's it. He's telling uh, you about how his son like figured out shit about fish, and I'm like, I just want to hear Paul Heyman yeah, talk. Yeah, no, it's you can't. Ugh. No, 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 no. Okay, you can't judge his podcast by that. Yeah, that's not what his po- his podcast is like when he gets to like the interviews and everything. That's when it's good. Okay, I have, uh, have to go back and listen to that. Yeah, because and I really suggest it, but guys, like, please don't judge it by. <laughs> That because I can't listen. I skip it every time. Okay, I can't listen to Chris Good. Jericho make Spinal Tap reference oh jokes for like fifteen minutes. And talk I, about fucking cowbell. Yeah, and oh. it's just like, oh no, this is too much. Mm-hmm. Cut, cut that in half, mm-hmm. and and it's fine. Yeah, um, it's just self indulgent. Yeah, so it's just kind of it's kind of weird. But yeah. I'm glad that you're back and we have a two-person show. Me, me too. I, I realize that I don't have anyone to bounce anything off of, uh-huh. so I like I talk and then it's just quiet for a second and I go. No one will say anything back now, and I, I have to say, I, then I continue on a train of thought, Yeah. but I find myself just kind of like getting lost and jumbled, and I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck to talk to. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's next, I don't know what to, here at least we can like kind of bounce ideas off each other, and it's fine. Yeah. It's like, oh, we say this, and then we kind of move into this thing, and then it's a topic on this thing, and yeah. then it's next, and it's round and round. And it's nice. That's good. Yeah, exactly. So I guess uh, we're not watching SmackDown anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not talking about SmackDown anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that so far? Good. Yeah, I'm not missing it. No, not at all. I actually instead this week watched this week in NXT or uh, this week in WWE. How was that? It was okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch any wrestling at all last week. I didn't go back and watch NXT. I'm like, you know what? I, it, if I try to do this, I'm going to be upset, and it's going to be a chore rather than enjoying watching wrestling. Right. You have to be able to still, even though we talk about it and everything, you still have to watch it as like a fan. And mm-hmm. I found myself still being able to do that from time to time. Yeah. Going and just like, okay, I can just watch wrestling as a fan right yeah. now. Yeah. And, and I often do that, like, Im- honestly, immediately after this podcast. Mm-hmm. The, Tuesday night's the night when I put on just a bunch of stuff I want to watch. Yeah. Um, but this week in NXT, uh, why do I keep doing that? I don't know. This, this week in WWE was, uh, I think the worst thing about it was the narration. Uh-huh. But it does a, it does a pretty good job of catching you up. Mm-hmm. It's only 30 minutes. Really? Which I think is good, mm-hmm. but you don't dive into, like, better. It, it doesn't, like, honestly, the vignettes during Raw are better than just watching that, in my opinion. But, I mean, but what is, I mean, what does that say about programming if they can condense all the major things down to, like, half an hour? And did you feel like you missed anything? I did. Really? I, I, and that's what I'm saying. Okay. I feel like you got more from the vignettes on Raw mm-hmm. about what happened in the previous weeks mm-hmm. than you did from watching This Week in uh, WWE. Huh. Um, this Week in WWE kind of give you this, like, 
they try to set it up in this cool, like, hyped way. Right. But then you're kind of watching what seems really rushed. Yeah. So Well, it's, yeah, because you have to get it done in half an hour. Yeah. So yeah. if they did interesting. if they did it a little longer, but they're not going to do a 45-minute show, right, right. It, it would be better. Huh. But, yeah, if it were an hour, I wouldn't have watched it. Yeah. Have you been watching anything else on the network? Uh, No, not, not since, like, two weeks ago. Dude, WrestleMania Rewind. Yeah. I, like, well, cannot recommend that enough. Yeah. I, I mean, love WrestleMania Rewind. It's all the stuff that I love about wrestling mm. condensed. It's like you get background of all the wrestlers in the match. Yeah. You get storyline background mm-hmm. and you get like all the major tension and lead up. Right. And then you get the match. That's awesome. Like uncut, like the match. That's awesome. The one they put up, I think last week uh-huh. was the uh, triangle ladder match from WrestleMania 2000. Oh, shit. The, Duddy, the Duddies, the Dudleys, the <laughs> Hardys and Edge and Christian. Damn. Uh, and Edge and Christian were, like, undefeated in ladder matches uh, as a tag team, I yeah. think. That's pretty crazy. Damn. Um, I didn't appreciate the Dudley boys when I was younger. Neither did I. I liked, I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever, these guys. But then I felt like a lot of their matches were just like, okay, let's just get to the 3D. Yeah. Watching them now, wow, they're awesome. Really? Bubba Ray is, like, fucking king. That guy rules. Really? Holy shit. Huh. Awesome. He would like he just does all the stuff that I love to see in a wrestler. Really, like, he jaws at the crowd. He's really loud. He's animated. Like everything he does, it has purpose. Wow, he's he's like everything that I love in a professional wrestler. It's really really crazy to see. Huh? And you could see for a while he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like it was just like I'm collecting this paycheck. Right. Um. But man, when they came in, they were like red hot, and putting them with the Hardys and uh, Edge and Christian was. God, awesome. Wow. And those those ladder matches, like, when I'm watching him as a kid, I'm like, whoa, these are crazy. Uh, watching it now as, like, an adult, I'm like, how can you honestly believe that you can stand on the top of a ladder, do a flip, and land on someone and just be like, all right, cool, we did it. Yeah. That's fucking insane. I know. That's what a fucking crazy person does. I was doing bumps after the Super Awesome Showdown, uh-huh. and I did, like, about five of them. How'd that feel? Uh, It's weird. Uh-huh. It, like... Kind of, like, dazes you. It does. It, like, rattles your brain a little I bit. I know. They're, like, they kept telling me, like, yeah, I mean, you're tucking in your uh, your chin to your chest, and, like, that's, you know, that's good. But, like, I'm, like, but I'm, like, dazed as shit when yeah. I hit the ground. Because you're falling, like, depending on how tall you are, like, anywhere from three to four feet mm-hmm. onto your back. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, you wake up sore. And oh, then yeah. you're you're the weirdest type of sore. I've been stiff i think today is the first day yeah. i haven't felt it's it. it's a soreness in muscles you didn't know that you had because you don't work them it's just it's impact Mm-mm. yeah it's like getting hit yeah it's like being in a fight it is it really feels like being Which in I've, a fight i've never been in a yeah. fight no, but just, i would imagine that's what it feels like it's all like that tension and mm-hmm. like that all through your body yeah a bunch of times it's so weird when you make contact with the mat you're like, I know I'm supposed to be falling. I'm expecting this hit. That was weird. Yeah, it, it feels really, really strange. But the, imagine doing that off of a 20-foot yep. fucking ladder. Onto a person oh, through a table. God. I know. It's really crazy. Uh, I saw an interview with Kevin Nash, mm-hmm. uh, who has a lot to say all the time. But oh, uh, no a way. point a point that I thought he made really well was like, look, like big guy wrestling. People want to see like big bumps, crazy stuff, all this. He's like, yeah, I can only fall from seven feet. <laughs> for like so many times before my career's over. Yeah. So it gets to a point where like I'm taking four or five bumps and that has to be enough. Wow. And I'm like, I never thought of it like that. You can only fall from seven feet before you can't physically take a fall from seven feet anymore. Yeah. Like wrestler like wrestlers' bodies are permanently fucked up. Yeah. Permanently. I mean, 
uh, I was talking to one of the guys uh, in Super Awesome Showdown mm-hmm. about like how Stone Cold had gotten. You know, we all complained towards the end of his career he'd gotten really lazy. He yeah. used to be known as a ring general, mm-hmm. a, like a great technician, all mm-hmm. this stuff. And it's like, well, we forget what we don't see on TV. Right. When you're touring with the group, like, you don't just wrestle Monday and Tuesday No, night. no, no. Exactly. You exactly. wrestle You're wrestling probably, like, night. five nights a week. Yeah. And, like, when you're somebody like Stone Cold who's already got neck injuries, yep. he's got both knees all messed mm-hmm. up, and his finishing move is a move that impacts his neck. Yep. Like, yeah, you're going to see him just do a lot of, like, kicks and, yep. you know. Punches and stuff. And, th- and that's where wrestling is now mm-hmm. because people want to change the longevity of their careers based on the amount of bumps they take. And I don't fault him for it. Mm-mm. I look at a guy who did that um, that's still wrestling in uh, Chris Hero. Yeah. Chris Hero totally changed the way he wrestled. He used to be crazy high impact. He was, like, doing dives off the top. Yeah. He was doing, like, cravats into flips and, like, lifting yeah. guys up and getting tossed around, dives to the outside. Mm-hmm. He worked from that kind of wrestling to a, like, strike style. Right. He went from... Like I think it was called Heroes Welcome. He did like that cravat kind of neck breaker. Mm-hmm. He stopped using that like these moves where you're, like you're lifting and moving and pushing and pulling and, and that yeah. kind of style of wrestling. He does an elbow. Huh. He does a rolling elbow. That's it. That's yeah. his, his finisher is essentially the bull hammer. It's just a yeah. impact. Damn. And it's like you totally change the style. Cole Cabana is another good example. Yep. He used to do moonsaults. He used to do flips. He mm-hmm. used to take high impact and everything. He's a comedy wrestler. Yeah, he takes he takes bumps and mm-hmm. he'll get going if it you know if that calls for it and everything. But his stuff is that British style. Yeah, that catches catch can to get like wacky little spots in and everything. Yep, and that's why he can still wrestle. Mm-hmm. And there are guys out there who probably can't or like, man, it just has to suck to be like thirty four years old and go fuck. I have to do a shooting star press tonight. Yeah, you know what I mean. Imagine being a Hardy boy. Oh God, they've they're still wrestling, and they put on a fucking crazy match on TNA. Did you see it? No. On Impact. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh my God, it's from Hammerstein. It was them. Uh-huh. It was the Hardy Boys against uh, Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards, oh, cool. the American Wolves, for the TNA Tag Titles. So many near falls, so many crazy spots. Holy fucking shit! Those guys like lit it up. Really. Davey and Eddie were awesome. The crowd was so into it. TNA was like on top of the world, and then now it's canceled. Yep. <laughs> TNA getting canceled is like only detrimental. Mm-hmm. It's only bad for wrestling. A- yeah. And I, I don't understand how people can say otherwise. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. After last night's episode of Raw, I kind of feel like maybe it's not because it's, I feel like there's a little bit of a self-motivation to do better on Raw right now. But we, we can get a little bit more to that. I, like, see, I feel the opposite. Really? I, we can get into how I felt about Raw and everything, but... Um, I I really feel like the competition is needed. I, I and, agree. And, and I know that TNA isn't exactly competition, Mm-mm. but they are wrestling on TV. Yep. So in some way, it's competition. It's competition. Yeah, there, there will never be anything better for innovation than competition. Correct. So in that, I absolutely agree with you. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, I, I think I think something's bound to jump up and take its place. Jeff Jarrett is doing Global Force Wrestling or whatever, his mm-hmm. new promotion. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like 2002? Like, it, Jeff Jarrett I has just... an upstart promotion, oh, yeah. and Triple H is in main event programs. It's like, what are we doing? It just seems weird. Yeah. Uh, everything is old is new again, I yeah. guess. Well. Um, so it's kind of strange. Brian, the news that happened last week... Um, there were five releases. Oh, really? In, in NXT. Did you not hear? No, I didn't. Brian, this is news to you. Oh, shoot. 
Danny Jackson. Can you believe he got released? Oh, man. Not uh, Danny. Fuck. Mac Miles. Can what? you believe he got released? He was doing so well. I actually feel like he was on the show this last week, but I'm not sure. Um, Slate Randall. The Slate Randall. Dude. Travis Tyler. TT himself. That's and Tom Tonka. Last but not least, hashtag pig butt. Uh, Garrett Dillon. Well, that makes sense. Goodbye, pig butt. Thank so you. long, pig butt, and safe travels. Uh, you never want to see anyone get released. Uh, WWE is apparently going through some money woes right now, mm-hmm. so um, they're kind of they're not sure where everything's going, whatever. But um, WWE's coming to town for us, so yeah. we're gonna be looking to go soon. Mm-hmm. I think as long as work doesn't pull me away, we'll ha- see. We'll see. Yes. Uh, you want to talk about Comic Con? How was your Comic Con? Real briefly. Yeah, I had a really good time at Comic Con. Yeah. Um, this year, the convention seemed like everything happened outside. Yeah, I agree. Uh, especially in our area. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe this is the f- uh, first or second year where they separated the two big mediums, video games and uh, movies, to opposite sides of the um, convention hall, mm-hmm. which is good yep. because people have to walk in between. Right. So we did get a few uh, people just from foot traffic, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really. I always have a good time. The panel went off really well, mm-hmm. um, and I really, as always, enjoy just meeting people, talking to them. A lot of people came up and talked to me about, you know, go home show and yeah, very cool, um, supportive, and really appreciate everybody who came out. I'm sorry I forgot everybody's names, but you know, I met a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> That's really awesome. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad people could go out there and do that, and yeah. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you were there. Uh, next stop is PAX. PAX in Seattle at the end of the month. So come on by. Uh, let's get to a couple emails real quick. Sure. Um, Roman Reigns, this is from, uh, Hose B, get it, Jose, uh, on Tumblr. He says, Roman Reigns' terrible new gear looks like he's way too into laser tag. (laughs) It does. He is absolutely right. I think Roman Reigns' new gear is awful. Yeah, I don't like Reigns' gear. I don't know what was wrong with his old gear. Uh, I don't know. It, I don't know. I, I think you'll see him phase out the top part soon. Yeah. Or or change the pants to something else because like w- one of those two things has to go. Yeah, he looks like Rinsler from Tron. He. <laughs> <laughs> Tron Legacy. I'm sorry. Oh, that's funny. That's great. You're totally right. He I does. mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of that gear is going to change. Uh, it has to. Uh, this next email is from uh, James Rhodes. Hey guys, just wondering who your least favorite known. Who are your least favorite known wrestlers? I want to know my. I want to know your least favorite unknown wrestlers. It could be guys who didn't have a super long career, or guys you just could never get going uh, beyond a small promo- promotion, and you happen to witness him. Who's your least favorite well, known no, wrestler? Oh, your feet. Your who's your favorite least known wrestler? Yeah, I have like a reading disability. I think. I guess so. That's awful. Just right now. Jesus Christ! What happened? Top Gun Taller. Absolutely. Hook, oh my God. Hook Bombery. <laughs> Ronin, uh, Quicksilver, di- Disco Machine, Los Luchas, yeah, Quicksilver, Scorpio Sky, when he was Scorpio Sky, mm-hmm. Scott Lost. Yes. I mean, essentially PWG from the entire time we were going yeah. to PWG. Human Tornado, yeah. who apparently is out of retirement. Yeah, apparently he's still wrestling. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Dunn and Marcos, the Ring Crew Express and ROH got a <laughs> shout out from CM Punk a few years ago on a Raw. Really? Like, it was like... He was, like, naming tag team names or something, and he mentioned the Ring Crew Express, and I remember going <laughs> fucking nuts because I love the Ring Crew Express. I love Dunn and Marcos. Yeah. I thought they were great. Super cool. Um, who else is kind of, like, lesser known? I, I don't know. If you only watch WWE, you're not going to know uh, a lot of these people. 
Uh, Austin Aries, Alex Shelley. I know those aren't lesser known mm-hmm. guys, but I, I mean, or like unknown guys, but they are definitely lesser known. Like they're not on a WWE stage, and yeah. I feel like they both should be. Um, Prince Devitt or Fergal Devitt, but don't yeah. worry, you'll see him soon. Yes, you will. Um, Machine Gun Carl Anderson, That's who right. has like a second life in New Japan. That guy is like fucking ruling. He's the really? king of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Dev- Devitt left. Yeah. And that left Bullet Club kind of up in the air. Like AJ Styles came in, but he's kind of like come and go. Mm-hmm. Carl Anderson is over there and he's been doing Bullet Club stuff with like Doc Gallows and, and uh, the Jacksons, uh, cool. the Young Bucks. Cool. Uh, stuff like that. He is like my favorite thing right now. They brought back all the shit that I loved in wrestling from like the 90s. Because oh, really? like. Japan didn't really get it in, like, uh-huh. the 90s. Yeah. They didn't get suck it, and they didn't get too sweet and everything. And now Carl Anderson, who, like, obviously does well in Japan, uh-huh. but, like, he'll walk to the ring and be talking to the camera and be like, this is what we do. I'm not even nervous. I don't even have butterflies right now. I'm excited. Look, that hot girl over there, she's going to too sweet me right now. And then he holds up the too sweet, like, hand <laughs> thing, and she, like, does it back. And he's like, right there. There you go. That's what it's all about. And it's they, he gets in the ring, and it's all, like, these goofy things. I saw a thing earlier where... um. He's going to, like, lay down for AJ I Styles. Saw that. yeah. And AJ Styles goes to cover him. And then Carl Anderson gives, puts him, like, a small package. <laughs> and AJ kicks out. And he goes, Carl, what are you doing? And he's like, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Hey, too sweet, too sweet. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, like, goofy heel work. And I love it. Yeah. It's, like, so fresh because it's so old. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Having I, so much fun watching I still that. need to go back and watch New Japan. Uh, I think it's on Watch Wrestling. It is. We, we should come over sometime and we'll watch it. And yeah. we'll, we'll have a really good time. Yeah. I think you'll really like it. Um, in Chikara, or I guess uh, some people that I going to remember from Chikara and stuff. Chuck Taylor. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's great. Uh, Jervis Cottonbelly. Uh, he's really cool. Uh, Player Uno and Player Dose, uh, the Super Smash Brothers. They're really good. Uh, Archibald Peck or R.D. Evans. Oh, yeah. Awesome. R.D. Evans. I love, I I love, Evans. I love Archibald Peck. and He's still going, man. He's great. Uh, super, super cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, Colt Cabana, but not really lesser known because he's Colt Cabana. Yeah. Uh, Chris Hero, Chris Daniels, Frankie Kazarian. All those uh, guys. Everything kind of going in ROH right now. Mm-hmm. Which Bobby guess... Fish, Bobby Fish is like one of my favorites going right. He has like such a look mm-hmm. that is like you're a scummy LA fuck and nice. you look perfect. Yes, it's great. That's yeah, awesome. like the mustache. He kind of looks like a wrestling Mark Marin. Hmm. There you go. How about it? So those are some of our favorite lesser known <laughs> a wrestling Mark Marin. He does. He looks like a lesser Mark. Mar- he looks like a wrestling Mark Marin. I thought you said Mark Merrill at first. No. And I'm like, he, no. he wrestled. No. <laughs> he is not well. John, no. Johnny V. Bad. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't know that Mark Merrill was a white guy for like <laughs> probably like six or seven years. Uh, he had such a deep tan in yeah. WCW as Johnny V. Bad and then was Mark Merrill. Like, in Mark, as like when he was Mark Merrill, he like stopped super tanning and it's like, oh, you're. Yeah, you're are you dude. white? What is this? Then he got sable bombed. Oh, dude, that was like the worst. Poor guy. I mean, your your career doesn't recover from that. No, it doesn't. Sad. Really sad. Uh, we'll take one more email from JD Wagner. Um, I said it German. Nice. Now, I know you both hate The Miz. <laughs> I love the beginning of this email. Now, I know you both hate The Miz, but honestly, he's a better talker than, ha- than half the roster, which admittedly isn't saying much these days. Mm-hmm. He's amazing at being an unlikable fuck-ass, and while he is by no means a ring general, he's improved enough over the years to, uh, to not be a complete embarrassment in the ring, though I'm betting you guys will probably disagree. Having him win the WWE title was fucking stupid, and I don't think anybody's going to defend that, but I think he's perfect where he is now. Occasional mid-card champion, 
who wins via being an absolute gutless chicken shit. The main problem with this is WWE's habit of almost making every heel on the roster some degree of a coward, thus making The Miz a little less noteworthy, even though he's legitimately good at being that kind of a character. Despite that, I'm most definitely looking forward to a few months of every title defense of him being described as getting away with it before Barrett comes back and bullhammers him into oblivion at the Rumble or something. Brian, how do you feel about The Miz? Uh, he's the best he's ever been. I agree. I, I absolutely agree. Absolutely. And, and he main evented a WrestleMania. I and I think I think he's that. And I think he's better now than he's ever been. He, yes. he is somebody who, the reason why I don't like him is because I feel like he was just given a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and that's my main gripe with him as well, is that when he came in, he was super green. Mm-hmm. He couldn't talk. He Mm-mm. couldn't wrestle. Mm-mm. He couldn't do anything well. Nope. And then he was just kind of like... He worked his way up. He paid his dues. I get it. Yeah. But he was just like, okay, who's going to main event this WrestleMania? The Miz. That doesn't sound no. like watchable at all. No. And that really was at a time where WWE, I feel like, was really directionless. And yeah. we've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, going back and thinking about that, it's like really fucking a bummer. Yeah. But now... Honestly, I don't mind him at all. Mm-hmm. I think he's much better on the mic, mm-hmm. much better in the ring. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mind the whole coward thing with him because specifically it works well as a like as a part of his character. Yeah, and, and I agree. And again, I like this character more than I like The Miz. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like yeah. I feel like Dolph Ziggler could do this character just as well. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you you have people that are just they can work that character. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people can work that character really, really, really well. Yeah. Uh just because the Miz has it, I'm not going to go. Well, the Miz is great now. Mm-mm. I feel like he's better than he's ever been. But at no means would I be like, yeah, man, I really want to see the Miz. You can enjoy the. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the Miz. I, go, I hope you guys have your favorites and you have like opinions that differ from what we're saying because yeah. you shouldn't take what we're saying as gospel. Mm-mm. These are just. This is just how we feel. And I don't think at any point are we going to turn and go, yeah, man, we really like the Miz. Yeah. It. It's just. It's not going to happen. Mm-mm. It just works really well for what they need right now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it. Because honestly, I don't particularly enjoy his wrestling style. Me neither. And I, I especially don't like his finisher. Yeah. The name of it. The skull crushing finale is the dumbest name for a finisher. Also, he does the neckbreaker to the knee that goes up to a regular neckbreaker that he never, ever, ever hits. It is reversed one hundred percent of the time now <laughs> why are you doing a second half to that move if it doesn't work uh-uh. i don't know it doesn't make any sense yeah not. i don't like him in the ring that much Mm-mm. but like hey good for them going out there and entertaining and hey he's honestly doing what he loves yeah so good for him yeah but uh at no point are we gonna go yeah man we love them is nope. imagine one day where that happens i can't it's gonna take a lot yeah i agree i agree brian you want to jump into nxt let's go right in um NXT starts with uh, Tyler Breeze coming out and uh, defeating Angelo Dawkins in a very quick manner. Yes. He uh, hits the beauty shot out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I thought he looked really good in this match. Uh, He looked really, really aggressive. I liked it a lot. Um, I like that darker side of Breeze. And then he says, Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't even come out here to wrestle. I just wanted to show you guys this. Or like like make like an announcement. And then... He says, I submitted it for documentary Oscar, oh my, God. my music video. Oh, my God. Speaking of my music video, let's watch it again. I picked up my controller, and I'm like, I don't want to have to fucking fast forward this. But I was ready to. Yeah, oh, me too. But then Neville came out. Yes. And interrupted. Oh, I was 100% ready. I did the exact same thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, I will fast forward. I was, like, right on the button. Mm-hmm. 
Neville interrupts. He cuts a great promo. I thought that these two, back and forth, Mm -hmm. had a really cool little promo type thing. Yeah. Uh, The line about your mom sent me a Snapchat or whatever. I thought that was I thought that was not only clever, but it was timely. Mm -hmm. And, like, it got the right kind of crowd reaction. Mm -hmm. Because if you would have said, like, your mom tweeted at me, it would have been like, that's fucking lame. Mm -hmm. But, like... You know what the fuck goes on on Snapchat. Yeah. You know what's up. Uh-huh. So going like your mom sent me a Snapchat, you're like, oh, you motherfucker. You piece oh, of shit. shit. I thought that was great. Yeah. Then they got into it a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, that was that. A w- good opening segment? What do you I, think? Yeah, I really like it. I enjoy Neville as an aggressive face. Yep. Um, I think we miss that a lot nowadays. Yeah. Uh, so it's really cool to have him come out and be like, so when are you going to challenge me for this title? Mm-hmm. I love that about Neville. I liked it. Uh, after that, we had a uh, Natalia promo backstage about Adam Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, why they're asking Natalia about Adam Rose is beyond me. And every time Tyson Kidd makes a point, I go, you're right, Tyson Kidd. He is. He's, he's, he's like the best worst heel because everything he says, you go, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That guy's like the king of NXT right now to me. I, like, I, I, I love him in NXT. Yeah. I, I I'm really enjoying Kidd. He and Breeze are like, I think the two most ready to come yeah, back to WWE. I, I agree. They're, they're like the standouts right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he challenges Adam Rose to a match tonight. Fact. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, it's announced that there's a tag team title tournament for number one contendership, uh, starting next week. Yeah. How do you feel about that? That's cool. Do yeah. Some, I mean, cause nobody's do something. Yeah. Do something. Why not? I'm fine with that. Me too. Uh, because I see the Ascension and I just go, okay, whatever. I'm tired fine. of the whatever. Ascension. Yep. Next week is Charlotte against Becky Lynch. Uh, Becky Lynch has new music and has dropped the Irish thing altogether. Thankfully. Super aggressive. Yeah. Like, I really like this match. Yeah, well, the problem I had with it is that she came out exactly like Lita. She did come out exactly like so Lita. So I just wrote down Lita Light. Yeah, she was. And I wanted to make sure that, the, that everybody knew that she was just Lita Light. Yeah. But it's better than, oh, I did, I did, I did, I did, Yeah, exactly. Like, much happier with her, uh, given a little bit more room. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I thought this match had a really fast pace from the get-go. Yes. Um, what I like and what, and what... I'm not sure if we've talked about this or I've talked about it with other people. My gripe with women's wrestling mm-hmm. a lot, and, and I'm, I don't mean this as, like, women's wrestling everywhere. I mean, specifically, like, WWE, because I feel like it doesn't happen as much on the indies. Right. When, when you see women take bumps, it looks fine and yeah. sounds terrible. Right. It's like they don't impact the mat to make that big wham and so you miss a lot of it yeah miss a lot of the like the impact and everything yeah. i think Paige does it well yes. i think aj does it well there there are women who who are being better at it and everything yeah. i think becky does it awesome mm-hmm. becky and bailey i think are two of the women i mean just in nxt that are like hitting the mat hard and making every bump look like it's an important yeah. move yeah i thought that was great fantastic and and i really love uh this match specifically because both charlotte and um Becky Lynch actually showed a lot of really just technically sound good wrestling. Yeah, and and a lot of it was sequences, and a lot mm-hmm. of it was chain stuff, or not like chain stuff, but like it was this move goes into this move, goes into this move, goes into this move, which I have a feeling they probably went over pretty extensively I'm, before and yeah. everything, but I don't mind if that's the kind of pace and the kind of match that yeah. you get out of it, because I thought that it was, it didn't feel like a big spot fest. It had the psychology in the middle where uh, Charlotte was working the leg, mm-hmm. and Becky sold the leg really well and yeah. then got really aggressive when it called for it. Yeah. I thought the ebb and the flow of like 
the heel's in control, the face is in control, the heel's in control, the face makes a minor comeback, and then the heel's in control, and the face right. makes a minor comeback, and then, you know, it's yeah. it's that kind of build. Mm-hmm. It's classic, and it's really, really well done in this match. Yeah. Um, I think that's one that you can look back on in a while and be like, wow, that match was pretty good. It, it was a lot of fun to watch. Yep. I mean, I, I, I wrote it down specifically. I'm like, wow, Charlotte is pretty technically sound. Yeah, and I think a lot of that match was Becky Lynch. She yeah. was excellent, mm-hmm. excellent, excellent in that match. And that match. was the next thing I wrote. Yep. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. So is Becky Lynch. Yeah, she's great. Um, so I'm excited to see more out of these yep. two. The end of the match came with uh, Battle of the Queen, uh, mm-hmm. which is the worst name for a finishing move. Yep. Still, it's, it makes me think of Triple H's theme song every time, and I sing it like, bow down to the, bow down to the queen. Boo. Shut up. Brian, you want something to boo? Hang on. We got a Mojo Jojo promo. Oh, God. Brian, during this Mojo Jojo, hang on. Brian, during this Mojo Jojo promo, uh... There's an oh no that happens. There's an oh no in the Mojo Jojo promo. Uh huh. And that's Bull Dempsey. Oh no. <laughs> Mojo tells Jojo during the promo that he wants to enter the tag team title tournament, but uh, he doesn't have a partner. And then Bull Dempsey, who strikes me as a man that has been in situations where he didn't stand up to himself but then thought of the perfect comeback later in the shower, (laughs) (laughs) says, Mojo, Jojo, I'm interrupting this promo to tell you I'll be your tag team partner. Don't screw it up. He just, he, like, Bull Dempsey, stop it. (laughs) He just strikes me as a man who's non-confrontational, who has to play a confrontational character. Yeah. So when when you see him be confrontational, he's like, I'm quiet and I'm pointing at you. And, and I've thought about, I've been in the shower and I've done this exact thing. I thought about doing this to my boss, Susan, when she told oh me God. that I was late. She was docking my pay. You know what? That's fine. You know what? I just took it then, but I'm not taking it anymore. Mojo Rally, you could be my tag team partner. It's like, it's just a guy who has never been confrontational in his life, who's supposed to be like a big bulldozer badass. Yeah. And it's like, I don't give a fuck about I, this. I don't buy it at yeah. all. Not at all. Zero percent. Uh, so that's the Ono oh in the Mojo Jojo promo. Uh, Ascension. Versus uh, Steve Cutler and Mac Miles. See, Mac Miles was here, and then he got cut. Uh, Sorry, Mac. Uh, maybe we'll see a return of the Mac. I just thought of that. Uh, there it is. Uh, my first note is, did these guys just get cut? <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> um, Ascension hits the fall of man. That's it. Yeah, boring match. And the, yep, and then there's a post-match promo. Not as good as the Mojo Jojo promo. No. Uh, there were no oh no. These, they, <laughs> I think the whole thing was an oh no. Uh, I thought their promo was like... Kind of silly, and it's like, okay, yeah, their faces, I guess. Um, they're, they've been like these quiet kind of like, almost, I don't know. When I look at them, I think of like the movie The Mummy, and they're supposed to be like badass guardians like with onks and like eyes. Like, like it, I don't know. It's that yeah. kind of shit. Right. And I think of that, and mm. then like they get on the microphone. And they're not that. Yeah. And it's, he's like, it's going to be, what does he say? What's like the stupid pun? I forgot. Is something with yaw in it. I don't even know. And it was like... I, like, stopped paying attention. Yeah, it was like, why did you make a joke? This wasn't the time for that. Uh-uh. Victor and Connor. But I thought the part that was cool was, like, when they dropped the mic, the crowd was, like, going kind of nuts. They dropped the mic, and they went, yeah! And the crowd went, yeah! Yeah. So I, th- I like crowd reaction, so that was cool. But, yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not 14. I don't like Slipknot, so I don't care nope. about these guys. Um, We get a CJ Parker promo video. Yeah. Uh, I agree with everything he's saying. Yeah. All the heels are making excellent points in NXT. Uh, Guys, there's only one planet. I know. Hey, hey, Xavier Woods, you squandered a lot of opportunities. Hey, I really messed up. I'm sorry. Let me shake your hand and make peace. 
Oh, no? You turned your back on me after I was trying to be a better man and telling you I, I apologize in front of all these people? Yeah. I'll kick you in the back of the head. Of course. And now we get CJ Parker against Xavier Woods next week. Awesome. Why not? Whatever. I like it. Yep. Mojo Rally and Bull Dempsey against the Mechanics is next. Yeah. Uh, Scott Dawson and, and uh, Dash Wilder. I said, weren't these guys cut? I don't know if they actually were. I don't know. But the commentating team was, like, kind of behind them. They were. Um, hopefully we see more of them because yeah. I thought they had a couple of moves that were pretty cool. I liked it. Bull hits the bulldozer. Undo trois. That was it. Um, any notes from that match, Ryan? Uh, just that I, I really like the commentating getting over a new team rather than just getting behind yep. the, I, the two that were there. I agree. Um, there's a Bailey promo backstage. That's which right. I, which I thought was nice. Mm-hmm. I like when I like Bailey a lot. Mm-hmm. She's just like, hey, you know what? I got a win against the women's champion, and like, I could say that I did that, and I, I like, yeah, maybe I deserve a title shot, whatever. And then Charlotte comes in and just like blasts her. Yeah, and I felt so fucking bad for Me Bailey. Too. All I wrote was Charlotte is mean. <laughs> yeah, but that's, but that's good because she's a heel. Yeah, isn't that great? That is why I love Charlotte. Isn't that, isn't that great when a heel does something and you just don't root for the heel? You just feel bad for like the face, or you just go like, what the fuck? Fuck you. Yeah, that's what a heel is supposed to do, and I thought she did it really well because it did. made me want to go like. I hope Bailey wins. Fuck you. Yeah, you piece of shit. Right? Man, let's go Bailey. Yes. I love Bailey. Bailey's so like, I like everything about her. I like her character. I, I like, like the hugs. Tail. I love the. I hate her hair. I love the. I fucking hate it. Like like the headband things that she gives to people in the crowd. That's fine. She does like a like a ponytail thing. Like I a, hate that ponytail. Why do you hate the side pony, Brian? Oh my god. <laughs> if you if you want to make look if you want to make somebody look like they're somehow. I don't even know how to put this, but, like, not all there. <laughs> Give them a side ponytail. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I really, I God, I really like Bailey, mm-hmm. though. I I see a bright future for her as, like, an underdog type of champion. That, that'll be cool. Um, kind of like a Mickey James when yeah, Mickey James yeah. first I'm, started. I'm, I'm more than happy to see more women's wrestling on Raw. Me too. Um, the way it's been going, like, the last couple months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, less of eva marie stupid whatever i don't need that yeah uh, women's wrestling like i think can be a thing yeah and, and i think that we're at the like the crest of something mm-hmm. i think we're about to move forward i think i think we're seeing uh the the beginning of yes. something really cool with the women's division I, I agree and i think a lot of it starts in nxt and i think a lot of that starts from sarah del rey mm-hmm. who if you got hey we we're talking about lesser known wrestlers earlier sarah del rey yeah uh, go back and look up her match sarah del rey versus claudio castagnoli at chicara I want, no, maybe it was CZW. I think it was Chikara, though. Mm-hmm. I think it was Chikara because she was in a team with Claudio Castagnoli, who's Antonio Cesaro, if you guys aren't familiar. I'm sure if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're very familiar. Um, very, very cool match yeah. where there's like a lot of give and take back and forth. And apparently they're together, so good for them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Nice. She decided she didn't want to be a wrestler or like like be on the road and wrestling and everything. She She's a trainer that's good. in NXT, and I think she's doing a great job because she's, she's making the women job. look really, really yeah. good. And also the women are making the women look really, really good. They are. A lot of, lot, like, really good job selling mm-hmm. from them, which, and, like, hitting bigger moves. And great mic work. Mm-hmm. I agree. Not yes. just, like, bitching and yelling, yep. but actual, like, mm-hmm. substantial feuds. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get the main event next, Brian. Yes. We get uh, the party animal, Adam Rose. He's a real par- he's party yeah. machine. Yeah. If you've never been to a party, look at this party, man. Hey, a- hey, everyone who's never been to a rave or a party or exciting event. Uh, don't you want to hang out with Adam Rose? Uh, yeah, the guy who uh, I avoid at all parties. Derek, Derek looks at him and says, that guy has to be a heel, and mm-hmm. he's not. Um, but how is he not? 
He's so annoying. It's everything about him is awful. I think it's his music. Everything about him is awful. His music is the one thing that I think makes him a face. It's party time all the time. Yeah, don't I don't want man. it to ever be party time. Mm. I don't like him. Not his kind of party time. And he's not even a bad wrestler. I wrote down in this match, I forgot that Adam Rose could wrestle. Yeah. Me too. Because there were like good <laughs> spots. So it's Adam Rose and Tyson Kidd with Natalia. Rose gives Natty the lollipop right at the beginning of the match. And like... Tyson goes out and takes it and, like, smashes it, whatever. And throws it on the ground yeah. or something. I'm 100% with him. Yeah. Who are you giving lollipop is in your mouth to my girl? That's, that's like... That's gross. That's, like, that's very phallic. And you don't do that to a man's wife. Mm-mm. Especially if you're, like, enemies. Yes. You're about to fight. You're about to hit each other, and you go, hey, guy, I'm about to fight. Look what I'm doing with your wife. That's a heel move. Here's a, here's a lollipop that was just in my mouth. Why did she put it in her mouth? I don't know, but neither did the crowd. The crowd went, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Natty weird. Yep. Uh, Tyson Kidd is super aggressive in this match, and I, I like really it. liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool to see that he has, like, different wrestling styles. Like, he can go big yeah. and flipping and crazy yeah. and everything. I hate his theme music, but I like everything else about Tyson Kidd. Hate his theme music. Uh, Adam Rose is uh, he wins with an inside cradle. I, I don't really have much else to say about this match. Me I thought it was okay. Yeah. Uh, I also wrote down that Tyson Kidd was can-distracted. Candy, he's distracted <laughs> oh by candy. Oh, my God. Can-distracted. Brian. Brian. Mm-hmm. You closed your eyes and you're rubbing them. Mm-hmm. And when I said can-distracted. Yeah. You know you know the thing about that joke? Yeah. Too sweet. Too sweet. We're giving. Yeah. We're too sweet in each other right now, guys. That's the name of this episode. Episode twenty four. Too sweet. <laughs> I was the the entire day today. I'm like, I'm gonna have to work this into this podcast somehow. Yeah. And I found it. Dude, we're too sweet in each other. I've been telling people at work to too sweet me. I, like, I've been out. Uh, hey, you guys want to tweet at the Go Home Show or at me or at Brian? Too sweet us. We'll too sweet you back. Yep. Because we're we're uh, we're good brothers. Mm-hmm. We're good brothers. We're not bad brothers. We're good brothers. Yeah. Hell yeah. Too sweet. You're too tweet. <laughs> uh how did you feel about NXT on a whole? It was it was okay. Good. I mean, a couple squash matches, but really good uh performance from the women's division. I, I thought, thought the women's division was like the standout. Yeah. Thought it was great. Uh we're all right into Raw. Yes. The authority comes out to cut a promo. Uh Randy Orton is wearing pants. Yes. And a shirt. And a jacket. Oh, my God. But not a tie. No. He, he he's, always has he's, to be missing he, fucking one thing. He's one piece off. Always. But it was cool to see them all come down yep, I as liked, the authority. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, Orton versus Reigns at SummerSlam is made. Um, and then the 999 thing, mm-hmm. uh, which are jokes that we're avoiding because uh, it's been hammered into you all Monday, mm-hmm. and we don't want to hammer it into you all yeah, Wednesday. We're not JR. Yeah, we're not. Hey, we're not going to keep. We're not JR King and fucking, we're not going to keep making the same jokes that you've been reading on Twitter for like the last Jesus day and a half. So, sorry if you're looking for 999 jokes, you have, you might have to uh, go to a different podcast. I apologize. It's dumb. Uh, <laughs> when he said it, and like the crowd repeats it back or whatever, and then it like was kind of like getting some booze, and it's like I don't know what. The bad guys are saying nine ninety nine, and I guess it's gonna like make it stick that like that's how much it costs. Yeah, but the bad guys are saying it. I don't know. Whatever. Well, Triple H couldn't say it without smiling. Yep. So, but that's more Triple H not being a heel. Triple H wants to get the pops, and it's all this. That's like what I hate about heel Triple H. Yeah, I know. It's like be one side or the other. Knock it off. Yeah, when he's not in something like strictly evolution, yep. he he does I, that shit. I agree, and and I I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, there's a beat the clock challenge tonight between Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. They will they will have to beat their respective opponents in a certain. 
you know, whoever can do it fastest will set the stipulation at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to see these matches. Me too. So I think they're pretty cool. The crowd fucking hates Stephanie. Yeah. Oh, and they hated Rollins. Yep. Man, when they when he said Seth Rollins, a yep. deep boo. Yep. It was pretty cool. Overtook the crowd. Yep. But Stephanie, even deeper boos. Mm-hmm. Reigns interrupts and cuts a promo from the uh, the crowd. Mm-hmm. He's in the crowd and everything. And then uh, Triple H says, you got a last man standing match against Kane now. And then we start a last man standing match. Don't do this. I mean, we all knew what was going to happen. You don't need to make the stipulation. I don't think it makes anyone look good. Uh-uh. I, I get, I like, it just doesn't have, like, the big fight feel of a last man standing match. I think it devalues the actual match. Absolutely. You could have just made a no DQ match, mm-hmm. and, like, it would have had the same effect. Mm-hmm. Because he won off of a normal finisher. Exactly. Which I was fine with, uh-huh. because we've complained about, the, I mean, again, this is now the third uh, last man standing match that we've had since, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't mind gimmick matches, but man, like, hey, I don't need three within four months of each other. Yep. And I was happy to see it end with a finishing move rather yeah. than Kane getting trapped under a desk. I, I agree, yeah. But um, still, that means you didn't need it to be a last man standing match. Yeah, it could have been a DQ, like a no DQ match, and I would have liked it just as much. Those Kendo stick shots at the beginning were yeah. like fucking sick. Yeah. Those were awesome. I thought those were really, they, really they cool. Were. That was a great way to like start that match. Then mm-hmm. Jerry the King Waller says, uh, Oh, hashtag 9.99. That's not how hashtags work. Mm-mm. So, yeah. That and Michael Cole saying, John, you've been in last man standing matches before. Like. Four times in Like the match. so many times. So many. Yeah. At least they weren't bickering. Yeah, that's true. They did say 9.99 41 times though. Did they? Yeah, just so Somebody you know. Somebody counted? Yeah. Great. Just so you know. Great. It, was four, it was 41 times. Great. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the chokeslam, two reigns through a table. I thought it was a pretty cool spot. Yeah. I didn't um, think I was going to see tables. No, and uh, it made Reigns look good, like he's getting up from it and everything. Mm-hmm. Mike Kyoto blew a spot halfway through this match where uh, Kane was down. Yeah. He did not count. What happened there? I don't know. And even, like, the refs were getting on him about it. Or, uh, the, I'm sorry, the, 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 the announcers. Yeah. And it was like, what is he doing? Oh, he messed up. Like, it was like, oh, wow. I mean, I noticed right yeah. away. I was oh, like, me oh, he's, too. It's like, he's not counting. And then when Michael Cole notices it, I don't even know what to tell you, man. It's like he's not even watching the match, and he knows. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, the end of the match came when uh, Spear to Kane. That's it. I wrote lame because I really didn't need this stipulation in this match. I, I think it devalues it more yeah. than uh, more than lifts up the other guys. Yeah. I feel like it was more of a ride on the heat of, oh, Roman Reigns is here. Oh, it's a last man standing match. Oh, shit. We didn't expect yeah. to see that. That's, that's, I think, the only reason they had it be a last man standing match. I agree. I agree. Uh, any other notes from that match? No. Okay. Next, we get a Lesnar-Cena video package. What did you think of that? Hey, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, WWE must have hired some new video editors or something. Because, like, the last... Well, I think they hired, like, a lot of younger people mm-hmm. or something. Because yeah. the last probably four months, since WrestleMania, since just before, mm-hmm. um, they have really stepped up the music choices, yeah. the video editing, yeah. the video packages, mm-hmm. the commercials. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's a little hipper. Yeah. The music's a little hipper. Mm-hmm. The everything is just, like, a little cooler. I like it. And it's like, oh, wow, cool. I'm not, like, embarrassed mm-hmm. to be a wrestling fan right yeah. now. It's great. It's when, when, I can, when I can grasp onto that and I can go, like, I'm not embarrassed to love this. Yeah. Hooray. It, and it was a really, I thought it was a really awesome, really well-produced pr- uh, promo. And then on top of that, 
hey, man, I don't know what Lesnar's doing, or if they just went, hey, go, we don't care. Yeah. That was one of the best promos I've seen yep. Lesnar do. Mm-hmm. I was, like, fucking impressed. Yeah. John Cena, whenever he speaks in a sit-down camera-facing-him thing, mm-hmm. strikes me as nothing but disingenuous and a bad actor. Like, he it's just, true. He just comes across that, like, fake, the fake smile or, like, fake serious tone that, like, you feel like you have to put on in front of the camera. It's yeah. guys who think they have to be a certain way, so, like, they're trained to be a certain way in front of a camera, and it's, like, there's no reality. Like, it just seems like you're very wooden mm-hmm. and very, like, there's nothing going on behind your eyes. Uh, and that's yeah. how I feel, like, if you watch John Cena in, like, CM Punk's documentary and stuff, you just go, this is so disingenuous. You know who else does that is Michael Hayes. I feel like Michael Hayes. Oh, uh, yeah. Whenever he talks, it's like, this is so disingenuous. Fuck you. Well, it doesn't help that he's always wrong. God, I fucking hate Michael Hayes. Everything he ever fucking says is wrong. Yep. There you go. How about it? Uh, next, we get Damien Sandow coming out as a boomer sooner. That was awesome. I That music started, and I went, okay, are they in Oklahoma? Is he going to come out as JR? And then I realized, no, they are in Texas. Oh, this will be bad. Yeah. This is, this is going to be very, this is going to be, be very, very loud. This Somebody's going to get their ass yeah. kicked. Uh, he came out as a boomer sooner and then talked about, like, the rivalry and everything. Uh-huh. And the crowd fucking hated him. And then Mark Henry came out, and the crowd Bizarre. fucking loved him. And then World's Strongest Slam, that's it. Yep. Ta-da. I'd love to see Damien Sandow do something, but whatever. Uh. Adam Rose is next in an Oculus promo. I heard that if you look in the mirror, you see the thing that you were scared of the most. What is it for me? I'm uh, going to look in it. Oh, no, I'm wearing a seat and I'll have a briefcase. I'm a lemon. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, I'm a normal fucking person. And I hate everything you do. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. All I wrote for this when I saw that Adam Rose was there is Adam Rose is here to sell you something. Ta-da. And we're done. Yep. Next, we get Dean Ambrose uh, versus Alberto Del Rio. Yep. Del Rio is just kind of like in this filler, uh, mid-card, Upper mid-card, kind of, yeah. Hanging out. Weird. Just weird. Um, this match I thought was pretty good. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Um, I thought oh. it was pretty middle of the road, but I feel like that's how this Raw was. Yeah. Um, Del Rio hits his patented flying nothing, yeah. where he just dives, and then... <laughs> Kind of gets hit. Yeah. He does that in every fucking match. He does. Uh, Ambrose takes a lot of punishment in this match. He always takes he a does. lot of punishment. He does. He gets his shit kicked in, man. Uh, sucks. But he's <laughs> he's fun to watch. That tops, that reverse suplex off the top rope. Dude. I thought somebody was, like, hurt. Me too. I went, ooh, we might be rewriting rules for SummerSlam. Oh, God. Uh, that looked fucking brutal. It did. It really did look brutal. Yeah. Um, I don't like Alberto Del Rio. But I can listen to him yell in Spanish and then call people perros. Me all too. Day. I love when he does it's, that. It's all it's Spanish and then perro, and I'm like, yeah, call him a fucking dog. Yeah, Fuck yeah, piece of shit dog. Yep. Dean hits dirty deeds. He keeps trying it with his messed up arm, and then finally hits it on the non messed up uh, up arm, and hits it 15:42. Yes, it's the time to beat Brian in a beat the clock challenge. That's bad. That's bad. But when I saw how long it was, I was like. I think I know exactly what's going to happen tonight. Oh, yeah. I, I had I had a speculation. When I heard it was a beat the clock, in all honesty, what I wrote down is beat the clock matches are a great way to get a few stars out but mm-hmm. not have them be out for too long. Mm-hmm. Well, I was wrong about that match, yep. but it, right about the subsequent match. You're right. Uh, next, we get Rusev 
defeating Sin Cara during a commercial break. All I wrote was fuck that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He, I'm watching the show, and I'm not watching it on time. Yeah. I, I can't watch the match. I mean, yeah, you technically can, but that means it was a minute match. When can I technically watch it? You can always go back on Monday night. Uh-huh. And, oh, wait, I, I forget that they don't release it early here. Right. I watch, an, I watch an East Coast feed, a slightly later East Coast feed, but yeah. it's before the West Coast feed. I so, more... when am I supposed to watch it? Tomorrow. Today. That's it. Yeah. Like I hate that. Because I watch it, I watch Raw after it's over. That's when I get home and I've okay. done everything. Mm-hmm. So, so I can actually go back in the app and watch it. But yeah, for people who are watching it, like if I didn't have to work, mm-hmm. I would absolutely watch it at 5 o'clock, not at 8. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Because I don't want to wait till 8. Yeah, and exactly. stay up till 11 watching... Fucking SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, Raw. Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I watch it on Watch Wrestling. Mm-hmm. They they put up... I didn't get home until probably like 8. So... Or no, probably like 7.30. So I started watching around 7.30. Yeah. And they put up all the... Like, here's part one, here's part two, here's part three. And it's like in, you know, half hour chunks or whatever. Right. And I can skip the bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, I watch Raw so much faster. That's awesome. I don't know. Maybe but I this, need to start doing it that way. This rusev Sinkara match was stupid. Was it? I mean, I, it was a minute. You, it was nothing. I mean, did you actually see? Yeah, the okay. yeah, uh, yeah. Because I wanted to see it out and fucking see. Hey, I like wrestling, so I watch goddamn wrestling. Like, what the fuck? I feel like for that's me, that's some WCW bullshit. It is, and for me, if it's not Rusev against somebody like Swagger, then I'm not going to watch. Yeah, it. I agree. That, that's um, that's immediately what I thought when I heard his music. I'm like, well, he's not going to face Swagger, so I don't yeah, care. Yep. Uh, so there's a Lana promo. Zeb and Swagger interrupt. Uh, Rusev takes out Swagger with a flag, and then he's going to take out Zeb Coulter, but uh, Lana calls him off. And that's the bigger lead up to SummerSlam. Yeah. There you go. Next, we have Ziggler against Cesaro, which is like a match that I'm excited for. Me too. And the Miz is on commentary and is saying the most like contrived written bullshit. Yeah. I have le- lemon honey tea because m- my voice is hoarse. Wow, Miz, why is your voice hurts? Because you're talking about yourself so much? No, it's no, it's not because of that. Bazinga. That's what it reminded me of. It just reminded me of, like, there's no comedy here. This is a shitty conversation that somebody wrote. Yeah. It's Big Bang Theory. This is garbage. Bazingo. <laughs> Derek said that the first day of Comic-Con, and I, it had it, one letter off is all you need. Oh, bazingo. <laughs> uh, so Ziggler and Miz is made at SummerSlam for the IC title. I'm happy with that. Miz on commentary. Uh, Miz talks about his Miz brand, which made me laugh because Miz brand sounds like you're mispronouncing something <laughs> like it sounds like you messed up in the middle of a word yeah. and you said Miz brand and yeah. I'm not like you're trying to say misbranded and you're like yeah Miz brand what <laughs> uh, zigzag uh, off a reverse soup uh, off a suplex reversal mm-hmm. and the match is over very quickly yes. I didn't think there was much to this match and I was kind of bummed no the, the one big spot of note was the uh, crossbody reversal into a backbreaker yep. by Cesaro mm-hmm. uh, but yeah then the match was kind of done a uh, little little jaw in between Ziggler and Miz and then Ziggler goes to fake a super kick like faints a super kick and Miz using his innate ability to uh, hit the deck yeah. at any given moment to protect his face. <laughs> Loved it. That's why That's why I'm interested in the Miz's character right now. Yep. Because it works. Yep, I agree. Uh, backstage, we get a page promo, and it's a great heel promo. Mm-hmm. I thought this was like an exceptional heel promo. Yes. I thought this was better than most of the heel work you see from most people day in and day out. I agree. I thought this was re- like, way to go, Paige. Well, and pa- she made it sound really natural. Yeah. Like it was coming like... Mm-hmm. God, it was so, like, sarcastic and, like, 
just fuck you. It was so good. I, I think it does come natural. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't. If you're listening to this podcast, you already know Paige has been wrestling since she's been like a child. 12. Yeah, like, exactly. Like she's been around for almost ten years. Yeah, and she's only twenty one. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she knows a little bit more and has that like kind of. I agree. Ring awareness and mic awareness mm-hmm. that that most people don't have, and, and it's a lot of fun to watch her. I always genuine like. My ears perk up a little bit when it's Paige, mm-hmm. just because I'm. She's still fresh. I'm still excited to see what she has to do, and now she's a heel, and I feel like she's always better as a heel. I agree. Everything about her, her look, everything is like you're a heel. Yeah, yeah. It was cool to have her as a face for. Yeah, it was three fine. What, what a nice like little introduction. But yeah. having having AJ come back and then like take over the face role because people want to cheer for AJ. Yeah. And then have Paige be the heel. I think that's cool. I'm mm-hmm. excited, and I'm curious to see what happens at SummerSlam and where they go. Do you think it'll be a pre-show match? God, I hope not. Me too. God, I hope. They're building it too much. I think the pre-show match will be uh, Fandango versus yes, Diego. some Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. That's good. You're right. Uh, next, we get Rybaxel against Dusty Rhodes. That's what I wrote, too. That's their tag name, That's guys. Their tag name. Yeah. Uh, not really much happened in this match. Mm-mm. A little bit of back and forth, some tagging, and then uh, Cody Rhodes comes in, or Stardust comes in, and does a lot of offense. And uh, his offense is always like a little mixed up. It's nice. He, hits, yeah. he does like the hit the deck thing. Where it's like the kicks. uppercut, yeah, the uppercut to uh, Curtis Axel, except it was a kick. And, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, little maneuvers that he changes. Yeah. It's cool. I like seeing him in a dynamic role. Me too. He always plays characters that six months after he's not the character, I go, ah, oh, remember that? Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes is good at that. He is. Uh, this match, he hits Dark Matter, which is a, um, it's like a uh, like a straight jacket DDT. Huh. And it's like, okay, cool. I like it. Yeah. It looks good. Uh, he hits that on Axel, and that's the end. Mm-hmm. The, uh... The one note I had from this match, mm-hmm. aside from Cody Rhodes, is really taking this uh, to a to a better level. Than I, he's I ever agree. Been, I, I feel like he he's getting it farther now. Is that the commentating was decent up until this uh, match? I agree. It, it, they were. It didn't. It didn't bother me that much up until this match, and mm-hmm. then it was like, I feel like they didn't give a shit. I feel like they just get they're old men and they get tired. That's it. I, I mean, really, that's yep. all it is. Yep, I think that's it. Um, the authority has a backstage promo. Mm-hmm. Kane comes and hands them the mask, and then like walks off. So I guess he's corporate Kane again. I think he'll probably be gone for a little while. I'm okay with that. Kane uh, can come and go. Yeah. I, I don't mind. I, um, I I don't need him right now. He's probably going to be promoting his new movie, Sino Evil 2, which is a real movie, which is a real fucking movie. Huh. Remember Sino Evil? Sino Evil 1? Yeah. Kane? Mm-hmm. Is Jacob Good? What the fuck? Good Joy? I don't remember Jacob what. Jacob Ladder? Shut up. Uh, no, I don't remember what his name is. Me neither. Uh, Jacob Goodfellow or it. something. Yeah, but they're making another one. Good for him. Whatever. Um, next, we get Jericho against Luke Harper. A uh, lot of big moves. Yeah. Harper always looks good. Jericho does a great job of putting Harper over as, yeah, like, man. a credible threat. Yeah. And then Harper does a great job of selling Jericho's offense. Yes. I thought that was great. Bray Wyatt interrupts. Uh, it doesn't quite go the way that Wyatt wanted. Like, Rowan gets a uh, code breaker, and then Harper gets a code breaker, and then Wyatt has to go in the ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, he attacks Y2J. Gives Jer- Jericho the DQ win, and then uh, that means that Harper and Rowan are both eliminated from ringside. Yeah. That that was the stipulation from the match in a match on SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, he hits Sister Abigail on Jericho and stands over him, or lures over him for a while. And that's uh, that's it. Yep. Any notes from that match? Um, I just, I really love how Harper throws out that Michinoku driver. Oh, God, yeah. Isn't it awesome? It looked great from... Talking about Michinoku, but mm-hmm. him being so big, mm-hmm. he plants them so hard. Yep. Everything he does, his running big boot, I think is awesome. His discus clothesline is awesome. Everything he does is like, oh, that's fucking sick. Sit down, powerbomb, yep. just lays him out. Yep. 
Uh, man, I just mm-hmm. I, I know we always talk about Luke Harper, but I really, really like Luke I, Harper. I enjoy him so much week to week. Yeah. Um, after that, we get Diego with Summer, Layla, and Torito. That's mm-hmm. like an entourage, man. Yeah. He comes out and has a match against Fondango, but Fondango has a new dance partner, Brian. <laughs> Brian, why are you laughing? Because I was like, oh, man, who's he... Who's he going to pull out of the woodwork? Uh-huh. Hey, I love that it was Hornswoggle. Me I, too. It was, like, really cracking me up. Because I was, like, ready to be disappointed. Me too. And it was funny. They mm-hmm. worked so, like, well together. It was hilarious. Yeah. They just have, like, a kind of unique timing. And you go, yeah, it works. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, Fondango hits Hornswoggle <laughs> halfway through the match. And then uh, Diego hits a backstabber to get the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Diego and Torito take out Fondango, and everyone leaves Fondango in the ring, and they all go backstage to party and dance and bullfight or whatever they do. Uh, we get an Orton backstage promo after that. Yeah. Uh, he shows video footage of Reigns getting beat. That's all that is. That's all it was. Uh, Bo Dallas against R-Truth, uh, make, trying to make up for that loss. Bo yep. Dallas lost again on Friday, so he's 17-2. and two. I know. Very sad. Uh very vicious match from the get-go. Our truth oh, yeah. being vicious is like, why isn't he like that all the time? Seriously. I like, man, that's so exciting. He was he, I go, "Oh, this is why people care about him." Yep. It was like, "Damn, he's like really aggressive. It was really cool." I haven't seen him do that in like 2 years. Me neither. Uh Bo, Bo rolls up our truth and grabs the tights. Uh, truth <laughs> beats Truth beats down Bo after the match. Mm-hmm. Um but don't worry, Bo gets the upper hand. He turns the tables. Yeah. You go, go ahead. That's what I have written. I know. Tabos. Yeah. T-A-B-O-S. Yeah. The O, I put a line through, so I remember. Uh-huh. Tabos. Yeah. And then he hits his running bow dog, turned yeah. Tabos. Off the ring boast. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting in the spirit of it! <laughs> Perfect. There's a Bray Wyatt promo backstage. It's more of the same. Lesnar Cena video package, number dose. Yep, same one. I don't know why they did it twice. Isn't that weird? <laughs> uh, RVD against Seth Rollins. And then RVD gets swapped out for Heath Slater. I thought that was so great. Yeah. Who'd have thought Heath Slater? Heath Slater. All right. Well, I guess we got Heath Slater. So, uh, bye, RVD. What up, Heath? Uh, Ambrose shows up. He keeps distracting uh, Seth Rollins, who can't concentrate on this match. Mm -hmm. He tries to open up Rollins' case. He gets it open. He takes out the contract. He rips it up. Yep. He fills the case with soda and popcorn. Then he wears JBL's hat. Then he puts JBL's hat inside the case and closes it up. Uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins is very upset about this. JBL, not too thrilled. No. It's <laughs> a $200 hat. Slater rolls up. Seth Rollins. Oh my God. One, two, three. Holy fucking shit. Hey, that's two wins for Heath Slater in this Heath year. Heath Slater? He's on a roll, baby. So happy. So, so happy that it happened. I, I love when jobbers get weird wins like that because it reminds me of, like, the Hurricane versus The Rock. Yeah. Or, like, when Taka Michinoku took on Triple H for the WWF title uh, in, like, 2002, uh, you knew that there was no way Taka Michinoku was going to win. Right. But there are so many moments where you go, oh, fuck, he might win. <laughs> Guys, if you never have seen Taka Michinoku versus Triple H... It's awesome. This is at like that. the height. This is like at the height of like Triple H. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Really? You just hate him. You hate him. And then Takamichinoku is awesome in the match. 
Triple H does such a good job of making it believable. Like, right. Taka almost wins, like, so many times, and the near falls are, like, explosive. That's awesome. Oh, it's great. Is that... Is that the same thing that sort of happened with Shelton Benjamin? Didn't he face Triple H? Yeah, it was stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, ah, oh, ah. Yeah, it's it's, yeah get, getting close, getting close. Yeah. That, that kind of thing. It's always fun to see guys kind of like who aren't on that level Mm-mm. get there and you go like, look, you, WWE has the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah. Do it more. Yeah. Build stars. You're not building stars. Build stars. Exactly. You have the ability. How did you build the one, two, three kid? There you go. Haven't beat Razor Ramon. Yeah. There you go. I did, I did the thing, but you can't see it. Hey, yo. Uh, next, we have uh, Authority versus Bella's promo. Mm-hmm. We get both Bella's. Bella, okay, why not? There's a CM Punk chant halfway through this. Fuck that. Uh, it's just, I don't know. People were just like, okay, yeah, okay. Man. Yeah, I think it was too long. I think the whole segment was too long. I didn't I think, mind it. Really? I think it could have been half that length and just as effective. I think, but in all honesty, and maybe I'm I'm alone on this, I can't tell you how excited I am for this. I'm match. really excited too. I think it's going to be cool. I have a note here. Steph fucking kills Brie on the microphone. Yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah. Like, I mean, come on. But Stephanie, like, was just, like, cutting a promo that was, like, fucking vicious. Yeah. And, like, really good. Yeah. Really, really well, good. Well, I mean, it's Stephanie McMahon. Yep. And she is who she is. Yep. I mean, she's, I think, second to none uh, to Paul Heyman. Yep. You know, like, Paul Heyman's the best, and I would say Stephanie McMahon's. Mm-hmm. Triple H corners Brie behind a table. So good. Stephanie pedigrees Nikki. Oh, no. And then Brie gets pedigreed as well. Mm-hmm. That looked really good. Both the pedigrees Both looked really, them, really yeah, good. Because they... she did it the old school Triple H way. Keep the arms hooked all the way down. Oh, instead of push it down and, like yep, he does? Yep. Huh. Kept the arms hooked. It's the old pedigree, like the 1997 pedigree. Yeah. I like that pedigree. Pedigree 97. Tiger Bomb 2001. Yeah. That shit. Hell yeah. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie make out. Yikes. That's all I wrote. Because that was like... All Stephanie, it, like, she pedigreed both the Bellas and then was like, yeah, and then, like, grabbed Triple H, and, like, they started making out, and Triple H was like, oh, yay! <laughs> I thought it was great. Me too. Uh, all in all, how did you feel about Raw? Uh, as a wrestling show, like, in terms of, like, the caliber of the wrestling, yes, I, I thought it was all right. I thought this was pretty middle of the road. Mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah. didn't I- really like it that much, didn't hate it. I don't think I'll remember it. I just, as I was watching it, I just felt like everything was so like, yeah, we did this. Mm-hmm. Like none of the matchups felt fresh. Everything was like kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's the week and a half. Out yeah. 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 I, I'm just, I'm just ready for them to pull the trigger on like a lot of stuff. And, I think and, that's all it is. And that's, I'm and just that's anxious. what it is. I'm just anxious. And for me, it's cool. Cause I'm really excited about. Maybe it's because I didn't watch last week's raw. Mm-hmm. So it didn't. It that's true. A repeat. Yeah. 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 But for me, it was like. Dude, I'm so excited for SummerSlam. Like, the, the Brie Bella-Stephanie McMahon match, I can't believe that's actually happening. Yeah. I'm so, like, I can't tell you, I, have like, just can't wait for the Brock Lesnar-Cena match. Mm-hmm. I want Brock Lesnar to destroy Yeah, I'm really John excited. Cena. I'm really, I'm really so excited. I'm so excited for it. I think it's going to be a pretty decent pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, we'll have predictions, I think. Yeah. I think we'll get the card. We'll run it down. Mm-hmm. That'll be probably our opener. Um, do we have anything going on in the tag team division? Are the Harpers? Are you Harper know what's weird about really... you, you know what was weird about this the show? Usos weren't there. Yeah, no Sheamus, no John, no Cena. John Cena. It felt different. Yeah, but it felt like we had done some of this before. Yeah. Um. So that that was just kind of the blandness on my part. Uh, kind I of watching agree. it. I liked it. I think I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um. It served its purpose. I was also a little wasted when I watched it. I went to a bar after work and then. 
went home and I was like, oh, I'm a little loosey goosey. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. All right. Raw went by very fast. It when, did. when you're drunk, you're, it goes, it's quick. It's honestly, it's hard for me to focus sometimes when I'm watching all of raw. Cause it's two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah. And like, you know, during the two, two and a half hour mark, mm-hmm. I'm like, check the fuck out. Yeah. No, I hear you. It's just tiring. Yeah. It is tiring. But three hours of wrestling. There you go. Uh, Brian, we did it. We did it. Episode 24. Yes. Uh, how'd you feel about this episode? I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was too sweet. How about that? Yeah. Brian, too sweet me. Too sweet. Brian just too sweeted me. We Guys, uh, you want to you wanna get in touch with us? You want to contact us? You want to tell us we're dumb idiots who aren't too sweet? Guess what? You're wrong. You'd be a bad brother. We're good brothers. But you can email us. GoHomeShow at Mega64.com. Hit us up on Twitter at GoHomeShow. Uh, Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com. We always put up new episodes there. You can just stream them live from there if you like. Go to youtube.com slash Eric Bedour for the new episode every Wednesday uh, if you just want to stream it. And uh, we have some discussion here and there. I always try to check, check the comments when you guys comment, have a little bit of discussion if it warrants it. And uh, you can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash go home show. Uh, Brian, anything else to add? Anything you want to say to the people, to the folks, to everyone listening right now? Uh, yeah. Sorry I missed last week, but it's nice to be home. That's not, the name of the show isn't the Be Home Show. Yeah, well, fuck you. Now I'm going home. <laughs>